0: Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you. We're not going to take it. That was the theme for today's nationwide groundswell protest. What are they not going to take? We'll find out. Mayor Wayne Brown, he says Auckland Transport must seek to deeply understand how Aucklanders actually live now. He wants change in transport and also thinks there's too many road cones. That also after four. And ACC, 50 years old, and building in a review process. What have your ACC experiences been like? I'd like to know. And also on the panel, National is proposing what's called a social investment fund, better targeting those that need help. And today, actor James Corden apologised for his behaviour at a restaurant, shouting shouting out, get us another round of the drinks for second. Now, if you are in the service sector, waitstaff, retail, I'd really like to know, how common is this sort of rude customer behaviour? Have you experienced outright bad behaviour? Tell us, two one two. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. And our panel this afternoon, Sarah Sparks, founder of Sparks Consulting, serving Kova Maori Equity and Justice. is just Sarah. Good to have you here on the program. Kia ora, Wallace. Very good. Also, Wade Jackson. Now, he is a high-performance coach and artistic director of the Covert Theatre, home of improv comedy. Wade, kia ora. Good to have you on. Kia ora, thank you. One thing that we don't know about you, I understand you have a black belt. I have three,
1: yes. Three black belts. You have three black belts? Mm. Two of them I got when I was living in Japan.
0: Extraordinary. So, what does that mean? Does that mean that uh, if you're in a dark alley and you meet someone, it's conversation first? And if the conversation doesn't work out, then to what you know how to do? Yeah, well, when I was going to university, I was a
1: bouncer at a nightclub. So, yes, you always try try and disarm. And use charm. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a last resort. But uh, even just the, the fact that when you have that kind of as, you know years of experience, even the way you carry yourself can be different as well. Oh, so. interesting.
0: Mm. Very good indeed. All right. Now to this, what a story this is. Imagine you buy an old guitar, you want something to muck around on, practice your stairway to heaven, and then you find out it's worth – Tens of thousands of dollars. That's what happened to Margaret Simpson, who bought an 1870 Martin guitar from the head of music in a high school for a nominal amount. But it's time for it to be sold, and the proceeds, they'll go to a good cause. With us to tell us the story is Margaret and Joe Simpson. Margaret, Joe, lovely to have you on the panel.
2: Hi, Wallace.
0: Thank you. Uh, wonderful. Margaret, you first. Tell us more about buying this guitar. Well, I
2: was teaching at Motawika High School and the music teacher had the piano in his classroom. I had nothing in mine and there was a guitar on the shelf so I learnt to play it so that I could sing songs with my students and um, I became quite attached to it. I bought it and um, started to do quite a bit of performing around Moitaweka Nelson using the guitar.
0: So that was many years ago in the 60s or 70s. Then you find out it's, uh, well, it's a Martin, it's a very famous high-end brand. Uh, I believe your family weren't convinced uh, about its price, but you had an inkling that it might have been worth a little bit more?
2: I don't know that I ever did. Um, Certainly when I bought it, um, I had no idea whatsoever of its um, likely value. I liked it because it was smaller than a lot of guitars. It fitted me very comfortably, and it was a beautiful guitar to look at as well as to
0: listen to. So you go to a valuer and the valuer, uh, their jaw drops and tells you the guitar's worth how much?
3: So basically when mum was, what, the 1970s, she'd moved to Hamilton and a friend of hers came around to have a look at her harp, took one look at this guitar on the the, um, wall and just sort of his mouth... Just dropped. and Mum can tell you the rest of the story. This is when she learned the actual value of it. He we
0: was, want. We want to know now. The whole nation is hanging on it, the story. How much is this little guitar worth? That you were you, what you bought for a nominal amount.
3: Twenty-five
2: thousand.
0: Twenty-five thousand dollars. What for a guitar? Twenty-five k. <laughs> How about that, Sarah? As a find?
4: Well, it's a, it's obviously a song of the of the Farno in the community, and I, you know, I'm from from Nelson, so oh, it's awesome. You know, hearing worker, yep. hearing um, this connection uh, and very special and very nostalgic too. $25,000,
0: have you got anything in your, in your garage, uh, Wade, that's approaching that? I mean, that's extraordinary. No, no, no. I'm just glad they didn't
1: do a Kurt Russell, if you've seen the movie Hateful Eight. That was a Martin guitar that he smashed, thinking it was a prop <gasps> guitar. Oh, my but it, goodness. But, it, but it, was on, it, was on loan, it was on loan from a museum. And they, that's why they will refuse to let um, their guitars out anymore. But he smashed a priceless Martin guitar, 150 years old. Sounds very similar. Yeah. Uh, he smashed it thinking it was a prop guitar in the scene. You're kidding no, me? No, no, it's a true story. This
0: could be the same guitar because the, apparently, Joe, the valuer said, I'm amazed that this guitar was an Aotearoa. But, Joe, um, coming to you, this guitar is being sold. And tell us about how it's going to help you and your whanau.
3: Oh, so unfortunately I had breast cancer about seven years, I had it treated but it got into my lymph nodes and then last year I started getting just some symptoms, went to the doctor and unfortunately I was diagnosed with, um, with, with um, terminal cancer that had gone through the rest of my body. And um, unfortunately in the public health system nothing had been working. I'd gone through about four different treatments. Mm. Nothing had been working except one it was working but unfortunately it was poisoning me at the same time so I couldn't actually stay on the treatment. But if you go into the private system I can have this very similar treatment. They just take the poison part out of it except that Costs quite a lot of money. Initially, it was ten thousand dollars a month, and it's now down to five thousand dollars a good month. Means. So it's quite a lot of money to have to of course finding to. Um, so yeah, this this is a good a good way to for, for mum and dad to help me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, Joe, I'm oh, kia ora for that. And uh, Margaret, money that goes to good use. Can I just give you some advice? Yeah. Don't play that guitar. Don't play it. Don't even pick it up. <laughs> oh. Keep it safe. Goodness. Where is it? Where is it now? Is it in your house?
3: No, no. We've left it with um, Garrick, who's the. Garrick uh, Lang, I think, is it? Who's okay. The guy that's in charge of. He, he, I basically just went to. Or Mum phoned him. He's a um, Martin specialist. Mum phoned him and he phoned me and said, can I have a look at this guitar? And we showed it to him and he's really come across, come around and he's, he's volunteering all his time and his services to try and yeah, get as much as he can from the tender process for... um yeah for me, so that's really appreciated.
0: Well done, Joe. So that uh, tender closes November the third, so uh, it is a very rare guitar, Sarah, but it's money going to a very good cause.
4: Absolutely, and mm-hmm. you've got to give a little page as well, haven't you, Joe?
3: Yes, that's right. there's a um, give a little page, Joe Simpson, but I can maybe email you the information and maybe you can get that up on the Radio New Zealand site somewhere. Mm-hmm.
0: You 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 email us and we'll tell uh, the nation about it.
3: Awesome, thank you. And Joe, uh, I won't forget
4: the date because it's actually my birthday. So I'll be making a a contribution and lighting a candle for you. Oh, good, thank Sarah. you. That's very appreciated.
0: All the very best to you, all the very best to you both. Thanks for being with mm. us. That's uh Margaret and Joe Simpson. Margaret uh, has this eighteen seventy Martin guitar uh, bought for a nominal amount at Mortlake High School there and. Um, Amazing,
1: eh? I reckon you get more. I reckon Tarantino's in the market looking for a replacement.
4: And vintage guitars, the rise in popularity. I see in Japan, they've they've increased by 40%. Yes.
0: quite That's the interesting. Thing. That's interesting, Sarah. Now, um, uh, quite a, a bit of response in, uh, about um, how were you treated uh, as a person working in retail, wait staff. It's on the back of this James Corden story. When I used to work in hospitality, I often reflect the way people in restaurants or cafes treat us. Um, around 10% of punters were rude, unpleasant, or sometimes even abusive. So what have you been your experiences as wait staff uh, I'd love to know. Tell us a story. Text me one. All right, time for I've Been Thinking. Sarah Sparks.
4: Well, I've been thinking, because I live in the CBD, about the absolute proliferation of graffiti. It it seems every time I'm out on my walk, there's more tagging. And I thought, well, how are we going to tackle it as a community, especially now that Mayor Brown's come in and he's got his big broom uh, sweeping the council? So um, I have been driving past this amazing 12-storey mural by Larkin Whitecliffe. It's by the hospital, and um, he has been saying, look, why don't we actually do something positive as an invitation to the council about identifying some of these taggers and actually... um, you know, being constructive and uh, teaching them how to actually use paint um, in a mural and beautify the city. Um, And he's done this internationally as well. So I think it's a great way of of, um, addressing a very negative, ugly problem. Um, not saying that I'm in, uh, encouraging graffiti, but I'm just saying that, you know, we do need to tackle it because the little things are the big things in well, my Well, This is
0: art. And what you've just seen, that the tower there, is ex- an, an extraordinary piece of work. And note down Britomart, you've got uh, the likes of incredible artist Shane Cotton. Uh, yes. and his, uh, what, five-storey um, mural. The vases. That, 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 that mm. type of thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we, we need more murals and, more,
4: and inspirational words on walls, not graffiti. More of
0: that, let blim and taggers. Correct. Yeah, good I on say. you. Yeah, very good. That's All right. what I've been thinking about. Uh, Wade Jackson, uh, first time on the show with me, so kia ora. Welcome Thank to you. the program. I've been thinking. Your first one. Uh,
1: I've been thinking about uh, a question that's posed to me a couple of times. Why don't adults play more? I think as um, because of growing up, yeah, it's a bit sad, isn't it? I think I think, no, th- well, think there is a myth. I think there is a myth that there is a concept that uh, work and play are opposites. I think the opposite of play is actually death. If you are not playing, you are slowly dying. And I'd like to think of work as actually being more. How do we make that more meaningful play? So I th- I'd like to see the conversation around how do um, well, a, how do adults play currently? Are you
0: are you talking about you you addressing me as saying Wallace? You need to go in your lunch break and play hacky sack or wearer?
1: Not just that—that would be one way. But how do you make your work more playful while you're here? So I think I don't think play is just uh, an activity. I think it's also a mindset as well. So being kind of being playful in in, an activity, but also in a in a mindset. And I think the world is so serious. Like, how do we bring more playfulness? I'm the opposite of that.
0: I'm very non-play focused. Should I change?
1: I think life would be more fun for you and those around you if you did. (laughs)
4: Is that your Aquarian nature? Because, you know, the opposite
0: of Aquarius is Leo, yeah. and Leo is no, no. about the play. Oh, I see, I see. Right, okay. So how should I play more? Wade? I'm just trying to think. Give us a tip. Beanbags. Beanbags at work. Yeah, look, any,
1: there, there are things you can bring in, like activities outside of work that you bring into work, but I'm also like, how do you bring a more playful uh, mindset and attitude to what you, you do? Agree
0: with you agree with this, Sarah?
4: We're totally, it's the vibe of play and being joyous. You know, looking looking at things in a more in a lighter way, even though you know we're in a serious context. It's it, yeah, I agree. It's definitely a mindset okay. as well as action, thought, thought, action, word.
1: Mm. So you can take what we do seriously, just not take ourselves so seriously.
0: Yeah, listeners might have some advice for me. How can I chill out and loosen up and get more play? <laughs> 2101 Kia ora Wade, Mm. very very good Um, I got a lump in my throat Listening to your story I hope that you Mm. get heaps for that guitar For your health journey Kia Mm. kaha says Nikki In Auckland Wade Jackson and Sarah Sparks with me There is a lot to discuss Talking groundswell Just after four Stay with us